When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1589, Teaching Children Tidy Habits Early On, by Rachel Jones of NourishingMinimalism.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another parenting episode here on ORD. With me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. This time, we're going to be hearing from Rachel Jones of Nourishing Minimalism once again. She's going to be sharing her approach on how to teach your kids to be tidy and keep up with chores, uh, as well as how she arrived at this approach and how she feels about it. So let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Teaching Children Tidy Habits Early On by Rachel Jones of NourishingMinimalism.com Responsibility and having to participate in housekeeping is good for children. It helps them feel needed, important, and trusted. It helps them feel like they belong. Setting Realistic Timelines Though essential for raising future adults, teaching children to do chores can be exhausting for mom, or whoever the primary caregiver is, if preparation isn't undertaken and unrealistic expectations are in place. Unfortunately, we can't just assign tons of chores to each child and be done. No, we will have to follow through with instruction, patience, and consistency when we require chores. Before outlining all you want the children to do, you need to know how much time you as a parent are willing to commit to, because teaching them to do chores is a commitment. If children aren't accustomed to doing chores, you will need to be vigilant in your guidance. Depending on their age and temperament, they may be excited to help, may complain, or may possibly mope all the way through this task. But it is worth it. Teaching children to do household tasks means when they're older, they won't be paralyzed with certain tasks. Instead, they'll be capable. Chores without charts. There are various ways to implement chores. What I've found that works best in our family is to not have assigned chores, but just to ask people to do what needs to be done. Setting the table, clearing the table, feeding a pet, etc. What that looks like? When we're getting ready to sit down for dinner, I will have one person setting the table, one person helping me take the food to the table, someone else might be cleaning up the toys in the living room. It's really just that I look around and see things that will make our evening more pleasant, and I ask someone to take care of it. Dishes are done during the day by whoever is home with the children, myself or my husband, and the older kids do the dishes and clean the table every evening. The little kids do their personal chores daily, brush teeth, put away clothes, make their bed, We don't have a list for it or a chart. If we have things that need to be done throughout the day, we ask them to do it. Faster than I expected, they started taking care of all of these as needed, without being asked. What that looks like? 
When the clothes are clean and needing to be folded or put away, I separate them into piles. I call the children from wherever they are and ask them to take care of their clothes. They each have to fold and put away their own. Sometimes I ask them to fold and put away towels, but not always. Deep Cleaning Weekly Chores On Saturday morning, we talk about the plans for the day, who is doing what, where, etc. And then we set a time that we're all going to clean the house. And this is when we do the deeper cleaning. All the floors are swept and mopped, the bathtub gets scrubbed, the sinks get scrubbed, windows are washed, and surfaces are dusted. Since there are, at the moment, seven people in our home, it goes fairly quickly, typically 30 to 45 minutes, and the kids are free to do their own thing. What this looks like, Saturday morning, we talk about plans for the day, arrange when everyone will be home to clean together. We turn on some loud music, most often dubstep that the olders like, and get to work. Generally, the teens call the bathroom in the kitchen, the little ones clean their own room, while Brian and I clean the living room and dining room and take care of miscellaneous items, like directing young children, taking care of laundry, etc. We didn't always do it this way. I've been a mom for 20 years, and I've tried all sorts of methods. Some have worked better than others, but to be honest, all the different charts or gimmicks only worked for a few days, if we were lucky a few weeks, and then we would have to move on to something else to inspire. Instead, what has worked the best is to build cleaning and tidying up into our normal everyday life, to follow instructions and to be available to help others. It's not a chore chart or a set of rules to follow. It's a rhythm of life. My goal is to teach my children how to live. We take showers on a regular basis because as a person, we need to keep our body clean. In the same way, we take care of things around us because as a person, this is what needs to be done. When children grow up with the belief that we do what needs to be done, it makes the transition to adulthood less overwhelming. Now, granted, each personality is different, and some will do things more readily and others will wait to be nagged, but generally, if it's built into a daily or weekly habit, it will be accepted. Now, I will say that before I learned this myself, I had to follow a routine chart to make sure I did all the things that needed to be done. I didn't know how to keep up on daily chores, so the house was tidy. I had to learn that. And I was in my mid-twenties with three little ones before I finally started to learn. So, my goal as a parent, among many things, has been to have my children have cleaning habits in place, without having to struggle to learn them. Now, lest you think our family is perfect, there have been many mornings when I woke up to find a full sink of dirty dishes because someone put it off and then conveniently forgot. And I've had to use my strict mom voice and let them know that they don't have a choice they have to contribute in some form. But now and then I catch glimpses of success, like when the garbage leaked as the 17-year-old was taking it out, and he noticed and cleaned the floor without being asked. When my 19-year-old son walked into the kitchen and did the dishes, simply because they needed to be done. When the 7- and 9-year-olds take their dirty clothes to the washer without being asked. And when my 2-year-old spills water, gets a rag, and wipes up the spill on his own. It doesn't happen every day, but those glimpses are what keep me going. You just listened to the post titled Teaching Children Tidy Habits Early On by Rachel Jones of NourishingMinimalism.com Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And a big thank you to Rachel for this post. One that definitely provides a lot of hope for parents, I would think. Though I do think my favorite part is the free-flowing nature she brings to teaching her kids about chores. She talks about how she's tried and failed over the years. She talks about how, even though this current approach generally works for her, there are still plenty of those times that it comes up short. So she's right in that this becomes more of a rhythm of life, as she put it. She's unattached to certain outcomes and the rigidity that might come with them. Instead, focused on making slow and steady progress, having discoveries along the way amidst the inevitable failures. And I feel like that's a pretty steady theme amongst a lot of our parenting posts. So many of our contributing authors do a great job of dispelling the exhaustive mentality about parenting that a lot of parents have, and instead encourage us to release the expectations we might have about our parenting journeys. It's such a big part of life, you know, it's something many of us dream about, something a lot of us place in the center of our lives, causing other areas of life to drop off. And when we arrive at it, it can be difficult to cope with the ways in which we do come up short, not only for our own egos, but also out of the concern for the types of adults we're raising our children to be. But such a big part of treating ourselves and our kids well is being patient with mistake-making and the lessons that come with it. Again, something that was certainly on display today. So, With that, it is time to get going for today, everyone. Many thanks to Rachel once again, and of course, thanks to you for being here and sharing this with someone. That always helps and is highly appreciated. And other than that, have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow for another parenting post. That's where your optimal life awaits.